You are listening to the Super Mom is Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode number 10. Welcome to the Super Mom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Today on the podcast, I'll be answering the question, is there something I can do to support my overachieving yet stressed out child? But before we get into that, I want to tell you about my aha moment this weekend. So I was at a conference with hundreds of other life coaches in Dallas, And it was a business workshop. And the first day of the conference was going over all this material that I already knew. I had done and understood and knew all the concepts that were being covered on the first day. And yet, I could not get myself to leave, to just go. I wanted to do anything else but be there. I am not great at sitting in banquet room chairs listening to somebody talk anyways. And so I tend to want to, I'm an interpersonal learner. I tend to want to talk to my neighbors and uh, get work done. I like to implement things right away. So I'm not really good at just sitting in and taking in intellectual information for hours on end to begin with. But when I already know all the information, it was extra hard. So I'm sitting there coaching myself in this bank room saying, if you don't want to be here, Tori, why don't you just leave? And I couldn't do it. I wanted to do yoga. I wanted to meditate. I wanted to exercise. I wanted to do anything else. I wanted to talk to my other life coaching friends. Anything else would be there. But because there was an external authority figure who I knew she wanted us to be there and pay full attention, I, my little inner goody two-shoes, could not disobey my mentor who was running this workshop. I was in such a struggle, and I realized it was so much of the same stuff I had when my kids were little, and I would kind of like imprison myself with my own mind, like, I have to be here, I have to do this bedtime a certain way, I have to read a book to my kid, I should play with them, I should feed them, I should clean the kitchen, I should do the laundry. And my life felt so full of shoulds and have-tos, and I thought it was so interesting because... I know that I'm an obliger and a people pleaser. And so if somebody else tells me to do something, I tend to want to do that, right? If if I have a doctor telling me I should take calcium supplements, then I'm probably going to take calcium supplements. (laughs) Somehow I just externalize that authority to other people. But when it comes to my kids and being a mom, there really is no external authority. And so I think maybe I created one inside my own head to like keep me in the straight and narrow and make sure I'm doing the things I'm supposed to do. I don't know, but it was fascinating to watch my brain uh, want to do what I'm told rather than do what I wanted to do. And it just showed me that that tendency is still there, that just because I don't put it on my kids anymore, because I've learned to, you know, down play that external authority with my kids and do what I want to do, but it's still there and can show up at any moment. So super moms, I'm still in it. Anyway, so today I want to answer this question from Marlena. She says, I'm impressed, but also worried about my daughter. 
She's 16 and has a 4.4 GPA, great friends, and excels in dance. She's amazingly driven, but averages four to five hours of sleep every night. Recently, she got really sick. Two weeks of flu symptoms so severe she almost needed to be hospitalized. Now she's back to her hardcore lifestyle. I encourage her to sleep and relax more, but I'm wondering if it's all too much for her. Am I just finding things to worry about, or is there something I can do to support my overachieving child? So I'll start with the parent education answer, and I really want to talk about our culture. Our culture trains us to look for signs that our kids are on the right track. So we got developmental milestones when they're young, right? Like walking and talking. We look at grades. Do they have friends? Are they in extracurricular activities when they're older? So these are the things we kind of take a look at to see, are they healthy? When your child is meeting all the societal expectations of success, it can cloud your judgment and make it harder to know if you should intervene or not. So here are some signs that your overachieving daughter could use some mama intervention. Number one, she's cranky and unhappy the majority of the days. Because of course, teenagers are going to be moody and emotional and, you know, have their moments. But if it's 51%, if it's tipping towards the negative, then I would take that as a warning sign. If they aren't celebrating their accomplishments, if they get the A or get that, you know, spot they wanted in the school play or whatever, and they downplay it and dismiss and deny any praise or kudos, or they don't want to go out to dinner to celebrate or whatever, that's kind of a warning sign that They've got a really mean inner critic who's preventing them from doing it. If they're mean to their siblings and their parents, okay? So the first one was like cranky and unhappy, just kind of maybe keeping themselves. The third one is when it's showing up as just they are snarly and mean to the people they live with. If they have recurring illnesses that don't seem to be contagious. So if everybody else in the family gets it, okay. If nobody else in the family gets it, And that's a sign that she might be, her body might be compromised in her immune system from too much stress, recurring physical pain. So this is one we don't think about that it's stress related, but it really can be when we, I mean, I was in pain sitting in this conference room, (laughs) my back, my shoulder, it's my body tells me no through physical pain. And then we had this breakout where for five minutes I got to coach my friend. I felt totally amazing after five minutes and my pain went away. Like it's really, I mean, it might be a little more extreme than most people because I'm just so aware of it, but this is always how my body communicates with me, a yes or a no. Acting out. So doing something impulsive and out of character. So doing something that might get them into trouble at school or that just seems so, you know, impulsive and extreme. Sometimes when kids are under a lot of pressure, they just like, I'll do anything to stop the pressure. And they might do something that's out of character for them. Or acting in. That's cutting, self-medicating with, you know, drugs, marijuana, anything like that controlling their food intake, eating disorders, signs of that kind of anxiety. What I have learned through being a life coach for the last 10 years is that people have two ways to motivate themselves, love or fear. 
I have coached teenage girls who are very hard on themselves. They have really mean inner critics constantly telling them, I need to work harder. I'm not doing enough. I don't have enough time to relax. Or they'll say things to themselves like, you're wasting your time. You don't have to, you have to do everything perfectly. You are going to fail. All these really black and white, perfectionistic kind of statements that are invisible to mom. We can't see that she's thinking these things. And so that's why we have to look at behaviors and how she's acting to know if that's what she's got going on. So my suggestion is to have your daughter listen to this podcast or read the show notes and ask her if any of these thoughts sound familiar. Do they sound like something that bounces around inside her head? I need to work harder. I'm not doing enough. I don't have time to relax. I'm wasting my time. I have to do everything perfectly. You're going to fail. Any of those sound familiar, then it's a sign she's got a really strong inner critic and it's time to intervene because she's using fear to motivate herself. And that's just a pattern and a habit that will only get worse as she gets older. The trick with teenagers is that many are very resistant to thinking that something is wrong with them and they might shy away from counselors and therapists. So life coaching is a great solution. Teens have coaches who help them with their sports, right? You've got, you know, even elite athletes still hire coaches because they can offer expertise and perspective that enhance their game. So there isn't the same association with something being wrong with them. There is so much benefit to learning life coaching's tools when you are young. (laughs) You will save yourself years of suffering from that sneaky little voice of the inner critic. In teenagers, this inner critic voice hasn't been around that long, so it's actually easier to rewire that part of their brains than it is with adults. Young brains are very malleable, so getting coaching while young can help your daughter learn to support a motor motivate herself with love and passion for the rest of our life. So think about this for a minute. We tend to want to motivate ourselves by beating ourselves up. (laughs) Oh, I'm so fat and lazy. I really should go to the gym. A common sentiment. But what motivated you to play with your child when she was a baby? What made you want to get down on the floor and, you know, roll around with her You didn't do it out of fear. You didn't do it because you were beating yourself up like, oh, if I was a good mom, I'd play with my baby. You did it out of love because she was adorable and you just wanted to and you just felt like it. So we do motivate ourselves out of love. Fear is not the only option to get the results that we're looking for. So if we could teach your daughter how to coach herself at a young age— That means that she'll be happier, but she can also be a positive voice for her friends as she moves on to college and into adult life. If she can learn these skills and tools, she will be such a great person for her friends to help not encourage the stress (laughs) and the fear, but to discourage that and encourage the love and the joy. So here's the life coaching answer, super mom. Before you can suggest any interventions— We need to make sure that mom is not worried. Worrying energy repels teens like crazy. (laughs) It will make them not want to listen or to be around you. So I don't see any problem with telling her that some perfectionistic teens commit suicide when they get their first 
C in college or when they don't get into their premier ballet school or they don't win the scholarship they wanted because they haven't had enough failures that they can actually take such dramatic action that they might commit suicide when they do experience failure. You can tell her that because it's going to sound pretty extreme to her. And maybe we'll just help her realize like, you know, that eventually she is going to experience failure. But make sure you don't use it to fuel your worry. Okay, mama? Because worrying repels teens. So mom here needs to let go of any thoughts around this being an emergency or her daughter needing her help. Instead, we want to trust that your daughter could go through her whole life this way and be very tired, but very successful. So most of my clients have harsh inner critics and finally seek life coaching once their kids are born and they realize they can't do it all anymore and it's really hitting the fan. So if you offer life coaching to her, letting her know that it's a normal thing that people do to optimize their life experiences, then she'll eventually come around when the pain, the illness, the fatigue, or the frustration are too much for her. Or maybe when she experiences her first failure. What you could do to help is to be mindful of your own inner critic and make sure your inner perfectionist isn't fueling hers. So here's how you can help mama. Let her see you making mistakes and laughing it off. Okay? If you don't make a lot of mistakes, then push yourself outside your comfort zone. Try some new things just so she can watch you fail. Encourage and model relaxation. This is a great time to lay around and do nothing. Okay? Think about it. If you're a super mom and you believe that hard work is the pathway to success, as many of us do, and she's been watching you all these years and thinks that working hard is what she needs to do and stressing probably too, then you're going to kind of mess with her mind a little bit by having her watch you kick up your heels, chill out, read a book, drop the ball, let things go, could be really good modeling for your daughter. Today's Supermom Kryptonite is busyness. We live in a culture that reveres busyness. When a mom complains about being busy, all the other moms nod their head in agreement. We wear busyness like a badge of honor, but there is a cost to pay. Being busy robs us of our productivity and our sense of well-being. As humans, we aren't wired to be busy all day. Look at the animal kingdom. Look at how much animals sleep. We are animals, we humans. Remember that? So we know this because we can look at the animals and compare their ratio of work to sleep. Think about the last time you went on a really relaxing vacation. Didn't it feel good to do less? to think less, to accomplish less. The fact that doing less feels good means it's more aligned with who we're meant to be. When we're busy, our brains are thinking about the past and thinking about the future. 
We end up spinning in circles, emptying half the dishwasher, doing half the laundry, drafting an email, but not sending it. This unfocused, frenetic, busy energy does nothing for our productivity, our efficiency, or our joy. It keeps us out of the present moment, but we do it. Why? Because it keeps our inner critics from rearing their ugly heads and telling us we should be doing more. So when you're on vacation, the purpose of the vacation is to relax. Therefore, the inner critic doesn't come in and say, you're not doing enough. You should be doing more. What's wrong with you? You get off your butt and get off the couch because we have given ourselves permission to relax. I say, give yourself permission to relax and do nothing now. Because today's super mom power boost is honor a Sabbath. So the old fashioned idea of honoring a Sabbath could be very beneficial for today's modern families. With lives full of places to be and things to do, Taking time out to just sit and do nothing is probably the smartest thing we could all be doing to improve our sense of well-being and our brain health and our physical health. (laughs) But what happens, as soon as we sit to do nothing, our minds fill with all the things we could and should be doing. Or we pick up our cell phones and we find something to fill the void. I propose a modern take on honoring a Sabbath— by setting aside five hours a week or five minutes a week, whatever sounds good to you, where no electronic devices are allowed, where you and your family are forced to do nothing together. You could do this in church for an hour a week, or you could do it in your backyard for an hour a week. When the intention is to do nothing but just hang out together, it keeps that inner voice at bay that says you should be doing something else. You should be doing nothing, and you are. So you're being accomplished. You're getting something done. So when my family has done this, we take time to honor Sabbath in this way. Oh, we go hiking, we might fly kites, go out to lunch, hang out in the backyard, Sometimes we just end up like making up silly games or just chilling, doing nothing together without electronic devices. When you slow down and focus on being instead of doing, wonderful things happen that you cannot anticipate when you're busy. Today's quote of the day is from Ariana Huffington. We are living under the collective delusion that in order to succeed, we have to burn out along the way. Wishing you so much relaxation, so much downtime. I will love you and leave you. Thanks so much for listening. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.